Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast. I'm here with a very special guest today, one that I met just about a month, maybe two months ago, as she was up here for um, a speaking engagement that God just really said, Sasha, you need to go. And I was blessed by it. I know so many other moms were blessed by it as well. Um, And our guest today is Sally Burke, who is the president of Moms in Prayer International. She has a vision of more children and schools and moms um, to experience God's life-changing answers to prayer. Sally is also an international speaker, teacher, and author of Raise Them Up, Start With Praise, Unshaken, and The Unshaken Study Guide. She and her husband, Ed, now have four grown children, a son-in-law, two daughters-in-law, and four grandchildren. Thank you so much for being here with us, Sally. If there's anything else you'd like to add to that wonderful bio, uh, we'll take it. Well, it's so fun to be here. And it was great to be in Alaska. Oh, my goodness. You guys are amazing. You're very courageous. As I I ran into moose and different animals like that. But the part that I loved about being in Alaska was the people. What beautiful hearts with beautiful souls. And and to be at your church and watching all those people get baptized. Yay. Right. Amazing. Yes. Yes, it was. It was wonderful. I um. I was super blessed. We went to this, it was Awaken Hope in Alaska and, and got to hear from you and Kathy and, um, Audrey and, and so many others. And, and then next, the next day was Sunday, um, and going to church there at ABT. I was just like, wow, the whole message just really spoke to my heart. Um, it's, it was a lot of what you'll hear here on the podcast and just how to really live these intentionally abundant lives. It first starts with these faithful foundations with, with knowing who you are in Christ and being, rooted in his word and focused on, on his peace that surpasses understanding. And a huge part of that comes through prayer, through scripture, leaning on that and then prayer and the power of prayer. And so Sally being president of moms in prayer, um, I know you have a heart for prayer. And so I'm just eager to like, turn my ear to whatever God has to speak to you, um, through you to us about prayer. Well, first, I want you to know, as a young mom, I was a brand new Christian, and all I knew was that God would bless my kids as I prayed. You know, we have not because we ask not. And just as the name of your podcast is, he wants to abundantly bless us and measurably bless us. 
So a woman invites me to a moms in prayer group and we use four simple steps of prayer, praise, uh, silent confession, Thanksgiving, intercession. I never prayed out loud before. And I walk into that group and they just welcome me in. And it took me a while to learn to open my mouth and pray. I mean, even though it was simple, we use God's word. It wasn't hard, but yet God, what he has done these 30 some years, I mean, to take a woman like me who just began to know the word of God. And now I teach people all over the world about prayer. You know, it's been an incredible journey, a mighty journey that he wants to take each one of these listeners on that intentional, abundant life that he wants to take them on. And prayer is part of that. Amen. I could not agree more. I love, um, I love that you had talked about that because I know, man, I just, I already have so much to say off of one little thing you said. Um, first I want to go back to, you were talking about, um, you use the word invite and it just, yeah. it stuck out to me. Someone invited yeah. you and that's yeah. how I ended up at this awaken hope event was somebody personally invited me. And I feel like that's the same thing God is doing all day, every day. He is just inviting us into relationship with him, inviting us to speak to him, inviting us to sit in his presence and, and hear back from him of what he has to say. And so, um, I just heard you say that word invite. And I was like, yeah, he, he invites us into that space with him. But, um, you had mentioned too how to pray. Like you didn't even know you were a new believer, a new mom. And you're like, I don't even know how to pray. I don't even know how to open my mouth and pray. And I remember I started working for our church shortly after becoming a believer. And one of the things that we did was every week we would meet and pray over all of the anniversaries, all of the birthdays, all of the missions, like ministries, all these different things in our church, all the activities that were coming up. And we would go around all the staff and kind of round Robin and pray. And I did not know how to pray out loud. And I was so anxious, but just getting in that habit and that act really helped me like, okay, this is, this is how I pray. And so do you have anything that you could encourage? Maybe some of these new moms that are new in the faith, they're like, I don't know how to pray. I don't even know where to start. Oh, I, I love every single thing that you said there. One, he does invite us. He draws us to himself. He says we can boldly and confidently enter that throne room of grace to find mercy and help in our time of need. And that's every day. Every day mm-hmm. I need his help. But he also tells us we know not how we ought to pray. The Holy Spirit prays mm-hmm. through us. So he never, he never judges us by our words. He knows the intent of our heart. And he wants that relationship. And that's all prayer is, is communicating with God. It's, and that's why we pray back his word too. It's so simple. Like where, where Jesus taught us, our father who art in heaven. And, and just beginning with that, oh Lord, you're my father. You, you, you're in heaven. This world belongs to you. You want to talk to me. Hallowed be your name. You know, I mean, it's just almost just reading his word and just praying it back to him, seeing who our God is and falling in love with him. You know, he already loves us. We already know that he sent his only begotten son, you know, and he he loves us, but to, to fall in love with him by knowing who our father is. And then we stand firm. We're not shaken. We're not tossed to and fro because we know we know who our Abba, our mighty God is. So you, I'm going to start listening to your podcast every week. <laughs> well, I, I love what you're sharing. <laughs> I like, just like we prayed beforehand, 
I just pray, you know, that if there's anything I'm going to say that is incorrect or, or not true to God's word, that he would just put a muzzle on my mouth. Um, not perfect by any means, but um, Sally, I love that you talked about praying his word back to him. I remember a friend had told me that's why she loves the Psalms because it's, they're like these songs that it's almost like God had them written to us, but then when we read them or sing them, it's like us singing them back to him and just how it's just this beautiful reciprocal relationship. But I know moms in prayer has, um, has almost, almost like a similar resource or tool where you have guides that are put out or something of that nature. Yeah, prayer that sheet. Are, Yes. Mm -hmm. God's word, plug in your child's name or, or whoever else and pray that scripture over someone. Yeah, we have so many free resources. You can go to our website, momsandprayer.org, but it's a prayer sheet. So it takes you through the four steps. It'll take you like, God is sovereign. And then it has scripture and you read the scripture and then you're right. It has the scripture. How do you know God's going to answer your prayer for your child? If you pray according to his will, what's his will, the mighty word of God. And that never, ever comes back void. It always fulfills God's purpose. So like I pray almost every day that my kids would love God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul, with all their strength and love others as they love themselves, you know, or like the Psalms, the Psalms is so powerful because life is hard. And we see that in David's life, but yet God is good. God did not forsake him. God did not leave him. In fact, Psalms, our women are going through the book of Psalms. That's one of their studies that they're doing. It's a mighty victorious battle cry. Now, right here, right now, we've got to be praying for our children. It's intense battle for the lives and their souls. So we at Moms in Prayer are rising up bold and we are praying for them. And God is answering our prayers. We're seeing revival and spiritual awakening because, again, it's his word. It's his heartbeat. He wished none should perish, but all should come to repentance. So we're on God's team. We're on God's side. And so he's just leading us forward with his word on how to pray. Yes. Amen. You mentioned the Psalms and, you know, and how it's it's wonderful because it's David and, and talking about life is hard. And it's like, yeah, we all know that. And I remember through our first adoption journey, um, we had fallen on some very hard times and we were going through the Bible in a year plan at the time. And we were in the Psalms at that time. And I remember just go, opening up my Bible and reading that day's like scripture passage and I was, I was almost offended by it a little bit because it was David like lamenting about how his, his soul is like distressed. And, and I was just like, okay, so you understand, but why God? Right. And, yes. and so now, you know, I'm able to look back and see like, no, he, he had his plan and his will to be done. And it was far, far greater than anything I could have ever planned or painted or imagined that we get to care for the boy that we do. We get to have the relationship with his birth parents that we do. Yeah. And it was a rocky road and a rocky journey, but, um, you know, that's relevant to our adoption story, but I think it's so relevant to just life. And just like you're saying in the Psalms, life is hard. Yeah. And, and what do we do in those hard times is, we turn to God and we turn to scripture and he, he has so much in there for us. And, um, you know, I always wonder how do people even, how do women be moms without scripture and without prayer? Like I 
I'm sometimes a hot mess with all of those things, right? Where I'm like just continually turning to repentance. And I just see motherhood is, is such a part of our like sanctification journey. And so, um, I, I love that you said too, it's about falling in love with him. He already loves yes. us, but it's about falling in love with him. Yes. So, yes. Wow. Yes. And to know he's for us in Psalms 56, nine, King David is captive of the Philistines and Gath. Now remember the giant, he killed Goliath of Gath. And this is what he says. He goes, this, I know when I call on you, you're going to turn my enemies this I know you are for me. And I, I pray every mommy knows that every single mom knows that God is for them. He has handpicked you, mom, with the children you have before the foundation of this world. And he who began that good work and your children and you will complete it. But I, I pray, I pray so much, you know, God is for you. He's just waiting to come alongside of you and lead you forward on those paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Along. I love it that you get to lay down in green pastures. You get to have your soul restored, you know? Um, so, so he is for you. He, everybody has a story. Everybody has that journey. And just like what you shared and you did it so beautifully is life is hard. Yeah. It, we live in a fallen world. Uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's broken. And yet we watch God can restore souls. He can restore lives. He can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, you know? So, so Yes. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm just over here. Yes. And amen all the way. <laughs> um, one of the things that you had touched base on, um, at the awaken hope event that I was really inspired by, cause I want to say maybe not even a month prior to, I was listening to another message from somebody and just about this idea of like fear and stress, um, overwhelm, anxiety and burden and all of this. That's just, you know, rampant in life at times I feel like, but but primarily in speaking to moms and how, um, you had kind of come up with this in your message, like you were sharing about it and, and where that leads us and what kind of symptoms we can see in our life, but also almost like this antidote. That's what I put down. I don't know if those were your words, but I put antidote equals. <laughs> so would you good. mind sharing good. a little bit yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, fear is one of the greatest tools that the enemy uses against God's people. And, and I shared with, I believe it was introduced in the garden of Eden when Eve had the fear of missing out and she could have any tree, but she wanted the one tree. And as soon as she disobeyed God, bit into the apple, fear then became innate fear is that we are born with. And, and some of those fears are good, you know, like a baby has a fear of falling and different things like that. But if we continue in fear and continue in stress, it releases a stress hormone that, that hurts our brains, that shrinks our brains, that paralyzes us. And yet we can be set free from that. Uh, we can make new neural pathways. And that I was sharing a little bit about that. And it, it's so interesting. And this is where science catches up to God. God is the greatest scientist ever. Amen. But as we praise God and thank God, and then there's this, this hormone that drips down. It's like dopamine and it's a, it's a feel good neurotransmitter. So with every praise, as they would take a picture of a person praising, thank God, they could see it just saturate the brain. And that sets you free from that fear that so easily entangles us. And, and, and God tells us be anxious for nothing 
But in all things, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to him. And he'll give you that peace that's beyond understanding. He'll guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And I, I would witness it in our moms and prayer groups. So we meet one hour once a week. And these moms come in with heavy burdens. They come in with, you know, they feel overwhelmed. They feel like they're defeated. They feel like they can't. They can't do anything to change the circumstances that are happening here on this earth. And when God wants to change the circumstances that are happening here on this earth, he looks for an intercessor in whom's heart he can place his will. And so we walked into those groups with heavy burdens, scared, kitten, shaken. We would begin to praise God according to name, according to attribute, according to character. We would confess silently our, our fears, our worries. Then we would thank God every week. We would see answers to prayer, small ones, a child learning to read to big ones, a child receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, or a whole school witnessing Jesus. As their, so it was amazing. And then we would pray using God's word. Well, those women left the, that group as courageous lioness. You know, nobody could defeat them. Nobody could get between them and their children. But week after week, as they did that, their brain was becoming retrained, just like a great athlete. It became a habit, a way of life for them. So when fear tried to come in, their natural instinct would be praise and thanksgiving. Oh, I remember who God is. Oh, God is greater than the, than the enemy. God is greater than this fear. Oh, Lord, thank you that you took me through last month of trials and tribulation. And pretty soon they began to be conquerors, you know, courageous yeah. faith, just walking around, inviting other women, come join us. You're scared. You're frightened. Ooh, I have the antidote for you. And just one hour once a week and they would be transformed. But not only them, the children, yeah. the children would be transformed. The school would be transformed. The teachers were transformed. We saw just the most amazing answers to prayer. And, and that's not surprises, right? Because God can do anything. But, but we, we, every answer to prayer, we're like, whoa, whoa, you know, how'd that happen? You know, we were just, just blown away and it was because of prayer. Yeah. I love that. You were, you were just reminding me of my husband and I just had a podcast episode recently. He was talking about doing your best every day, but how every day is different. Some days yes. your best is, is survival. Everyone's yes. sick and you know, whatever else cranky. And then, and then other days your best is like, you're checking off all the marks on the to-do list. And, um, but one of the things that, that we were talking about in there was kind of this, you have these, these valleys and then how do you get through them is like with God, but then what do you do when you're on the mountaintop the next time it's staying with God and it's yes. keeping that connection. And it's making sure when you're in, on, in that like mountaintop environment that you're still doing what's necessary to equip yourself through that next valley and making yes. sure that next hill is going to be even easier to climb. And, and I was just thinking about this. We live in a very hilly neighborhood and we go for walks quite frequently and I'll go for a walk now. And I won't even get winded on a hill that I used to have to stop and take multiple breaks on, but it's that, that consistency. And, and almost like when you were talking about that one hour a week, the word steadfast just came up to me and it's, and it's making sure we're staying plugged in and connected and how it truly has the power to like change those neural pathways and change, yes. change your thought processes. Um, I was thinking about, I think it's first Peter five, seven, where, where he says, cast all your anxieties on, 
on me because I care for you. Um, and just remembering that. And, and it's through this process of consistency and staying close to him and staying in prayer and rewriting these neurological pathways that, that we're able to have his word on our hearts and on our minds. And so when the enemy's snares do come up, we're able to say, Nope, that's not for me. Like I am a child of God. I am over here. That is, that's not okay. I'm not going to get trapped into that. And so, um, I love that you mentioned that a quote that I had written down, um, from you before was our kids need a mom that turns her worry to worship Mm -hmm. and, and just having them be able to see that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest ways Um, I hear all the time, like, well, how do I make sure my children like grow up to love and serve the Lord and like, you know, stay strong in their faith and, and whatever else. And I mean, yeah, we can teach them things, but I think it's more caught than taught and just allowing them to see us pray, to see us fall to our knees and worship when times are hard or we're worrying. Um, but then also to, to be doing that behind closed doors and to be doing that with a team of other powerful moms, like some of the testimonies that you have to share and things that you've witnessed, I know are just mind blowing in terms of what God is truly able to do when we, um, when we storm his gates and, um, you had said, you know, God got, when God wants to change circumstances, um, he looks for an, an intercessor here on earth and, um, aren't we all that, right? If we allow ourselves to be in that position, to be, um, his hands and feet and to be molded by his will. Um, I see that for each and every mom that's listening on here, like what power he has given us in our hands. Yeah. We don't want you to think about the full armor of God. So he tells us to put on that full armor of God. And I always think of Thanksgiving, we're holding up that shield of faith with every remembrance of answers to prayer, you know, that today I have breath today. And that knocks down every single fiery dart. But God doesn't say after that, go and slay, does he? He says, no, go and pray. Mm -hmm. So we stand in the gap for our children. You know, we're the ones that are going to stand the gap. God loves our kids the most, then we're next. We become those mama bears or those mama mooses, as -hmm. you were talking about. Somebody's going to come after our kids or we're going to battle them, but the best place we can battle them is on our knees. We can take worry and turn it into worship. We can take panic and turn it into praise. And as we do that, uh, our kids' lives will be forever changed and touched by God, will be forever changed and touched by God. You know, my kids learn to pray as I learned to pray. I, I prayed with them. I still do pray with them. But I love how Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. And that's all we really can do for our kids. Mm-hmm. Follow me as I follow Christ. And we want our kids to be um, to fulfill the great destiny that God has for them. And, and so prayer is part of that. Prayer is part of it where we pray for them and we watch God move in their lives. And then they pick up that mantle of prayer and they pray and they move heaven and earth you know, for, for their children and their children's children. So yes, it's, it's definitely caught more than it's taught. When my kids were little, sometimes I would catch myself losing my uh, temper. Right. Mm. And so I'd go, Oh, just a minute. Mommy needs to go be with Jesus. (laughs) And I would go somewhere alone and be with Jesus. I come back out and pretty soon the kids caught the transformation. They go, mommy, 
you need to go be with Jesus. Mm. And they, they, they saw it. They, they pretty, they, you know, it was amazing. They also saw the difference when I was praying for their school. And my oldest boy was going into middle school and I was only going to pray for the elementary school because I had three, I think I was pregnant with my fourth and had two in elementary school. And he sat me down. He says, oh, no, mom, you're going to have to pray for my middle school too. He knew the difference. He didn't want to go to that school campus without me praying in a mom's and prayer group because he knew the army of women was going to come alongside and battle for him. Yes. So powerful. Um, I'm, I'm hearing all of this and I just want to know, I want our listeners to know more about moms in prayer. Cause like I had said, prior to this awaken hope event, I didn't really know much about moms in prayer. didn't know what it was, what it looked like, where to connect, um, or what it was even about. So would you mind sharing a little, a little bit more about moms in prayer? You're talking about praying for your kids, but also praying for schools. So what is all that? Yeah, it's so simple. It started in 1984 when one mom, our founder, Fern Nichols, was burdened for middle schoolers. And so she called another mom, says, help me. You know, and I believe God allowed the burden to be so heavy that that other mom came alongside of her. Well, pretty soon they saw so many answers to prayer that it began to spread. And today we're in hundred and over 160 countries around the world. God has an incredible plan for your children. He's raising up women in over 160 countries around the world. We meet locally. So in my town of Temecula, I meet with a group there in Temecula and there's several groups because there's several elementary schools. There's several middle schools and high schools. So we meet, we pray for our local school, or if you're my age, my kids are grown, then I meet with other moms and we pray for our grandkids or we continue to pray for our kids, but we always cover a school. We pray, I mean, every, you know, children will always be going to school. Like whether you homeschool, like Jen, your state coordinator of Alaska mm-hmm. is a homeschool mom, okay. but we always gather together where two or more gathered. He's right there in the midst of us. And with the power there is in two, we saw that with Moses when the children of Israel battling and his two friends lifted up his arms. And that's what we do for one another. We lift up our, our arms in prayer until we see victory. And we, we've seen tremendous answers to prayer. Um, I don't know when I, I can share that now, or you can ask me more questions. Cause I know I just shared a lot. Well, so sorry, I, would, Sasha. I would just say, um, I, I just wanted to say I had homeschooling with like a question mark next to that, because I was like, where does that fit in? But I mean, I, I was going to ask you, that was one of my next questions about, about some of these like victories that you've seen, or, or maybe even if you have stories too, of where, where you were praying for one thing, but did it ever turn out to be something different than what you were praying for? And just seeing God work in ways that are beyond our understanding. Uh, Those are so good. So many good questions. Well, I'll give you an example of one school. It was our kids elementary school. And we began to see so many answers to prayer for our kids, um, that God just placed on our hearts, pray for every child. So we prayed for every child. We, you know, like may they hear the words of truth, the gospel of salvation, believe me, so with the power of the Holy Spirit. And God answered that by bringing a good news club. This is a public school, good news club. And over a hundred kids came to that. And many of them, so many of them received Jesus. And today they're teachers and preachers and moms and dads wow. for Christ. Well, we also pray for the teachers. We love the teachers. This is an opportunity. Sometimes a mom will come into my mom prayer group and she's there because she doesn't like that teacher. She wants that teacher removed. You know, she's not happy. 
Um, and so I said, oh, we pray for that teacher. And if the teacher doesn't know Jesus, may their eyes be open. May they turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God so they can be forgiven of their sins, have place among those who are sanctified by faith in Christ. Well, 15 out of the original 22 teachers we prayed for came to know Jesus Christ. And usually at the end of the year, that's that mama's favorite teacher that she's ever had because she's prayed for him. So God didn't remove that teacher. He saved that teacher. And then teachers and prayer gathered together on that campus. So here's a public school campus and kids are coming to know Jesus. Teachers are coming to know Jesus. And we would pray about curriculum. Oh, Lord, if this curriculum isn't good, may you remove it. And we had this one young teacher, uh, she was all for it and wasn't good, but we, oh Lord. So he answered that by removing that curriculum, but saving that teacher, her husband, her four kids. And uh, it's amazing. So th- this is why we pray. And this is why, you know, I can't help but share. And that's just one school. Yeah. And I, I would love, I would love Alaska, every school covered. I would love United States, every school covered. We're only at 11%. So audience, wow. help help spread this ministry. Yes. We're, we're throughout the world, but I'd love to see it. Wherever there's moms in prayer, revival and spiritual awakening, where there's not, we're missing out on what God wants to do. Yes. So powerful. I'm just hearing like miracles happen every day yes. when, when we are praying for them. And um, I love that you talk about that. You know, I remember times where I had a landlord once that it was just like, and and I was fairly new in my faith at this time. And I was just like, I was feeling a lot of yucky feelings towards her. And I just felt really convicted by the Holy spirit. You need to pray for her because it's that whole idea, you know, hurt people, hurt people, um, kind of a thing. And, and once I started praying for her, everything changed for me, nothing about the circumstances changed, but God really changed my heart towards her. And so I hear this a lot too, you know, and what you're saying, the, you know, mom comes in, I want this teacher removed, but by the end of the year, teacher saved. And now it's the mom's favorite teacher. And so, um, God is just amazing in the way that he works. And, and I love that you shared that you know, a lot of times he does answer prayers differently than what we think. And so I think it's so important to, to really be leaning in to his understanding and not our own. And, and I love that kind of moms in prayer, I think sets that example really with, with the prayer sheets and with that direction of praying scripture, because you can't really go wrong when you're doing that. Right. It's right. It removes your will out of it a lot. Um, and, and really focuses it and pushes it back, um, on focusing on his will. So, wow, just so much that we've covered already. I've got a page full of notes here. Um, I love that you had shared, um, you know, mommy needs to go be with Jesus. I'm going to start <laughs> using that as well, because I know, like we were talking about kids, kids see what's caught more than taught and yes. they might correct us. Well, it sounds like mommy needs to go be with Jesus yes. right now, but then they might see those moments too, where it's like, Nope, I'm, I'm not being kind and gentle right now. I need to go be with Jesus. Yes. Um, and so I guess just touching back on the homeschool thing, cause I, I don't know specifically for a mm-hmm. lot of my listeners, but I think some of them are, um, homeschooling moms. And so they're still welcome at moms in prayer. Obviously they're still welcome to start a moms in prayer. And, and I think to me, the thing that comes up biggest is even if we're homeschooling moms, even if our kids aren't going to the public school system or the nearest public school, 
there's often a chance that they're still interacting with them or even kids at their church or, or their friends might be in the public school system. So still very important to be praying for local schools as well. it's the utmost. It's it's the utmost. And you are that school. So the homeschool mom, that is a school. So whether you're public, private, preschool, it doesn't matter. You are still that school. So where we meet, where I meet locally, the mom is a homeschool mom and she opens up her home for us, but she is the teacher. So when I break off with her to pray for her children, I'm bathing her children in prayer, just right along with her. We're, there's two of us, two are just praying. And sometimes she's lost, you know, she's like exhausted. She's tired. She's teaching this child. And I get to love on that child. Let the Holy Spirit has a Holy Spirit gift through me that that mom's not going to even think about because she's in the trenches. And so I just let the Holy Spirit pray through me. And and then she's lifted. So I've come alongside of her, let God pray through me for that child. Um, And then also she's the teacher. So I get to pray for her as the teacher. Oh, may she not grow weary and doing good. Oh, Lord, fill her with wisdom and knowledge and insight. Oh, Lord, even on the hard days, help her to love her child as, as you love that child. You know, And I, I just get to bathe her. And then we pray her school's at home. May that home be filled with peace. May her children get caught when they're doing wrong. So mm-hmm. wherever your kid's at, whether it's homeschool, on a private public charter school, they all need prayer. And I, I love praying for homeschool moms because they're giving their child a gift, an incredible gift. So I want to be praying for them. I, I want to be supporting them. I want them to know, oh my gosh, God is right there moving in you and through you. Awesome. I love that. And I just think, you know, in this season, our world has been going through loneliness and isolation and, um, those are the words that come up for me at times, but really it's this, um, what have they been calling it? Uh, quarantine or whatever. There yeah. are lots of other words that they would use. And I'm like, basically we're just isolating. Yes. Um, I just think, especially for moms, it's been, it's been a lonely season of a lot of at home, a lot of, um, being away from gatherings of friends and family and and things like that. And, and when I just hear you talking about moms and prayer, I'm like, wow, who would not want to be a part of, of that community? Who does not want to stand beside someone who is like petitioning the gates of heaven for you? And, um, and so to me, I'm just like, yes, all in who would not want to be part of moms and prayer. <laughs> and so could you direct us where, where do we go? If we're like, I wonder if there's a moms and prayer near me. I wonder if I should be the one to start one, where can we find that and, and more resources and everything else? Momsandprayer.org. And there's tons of free resources there for you. Um, there's some things you can buy if you want to buy, but there's lots of free resources, but you go to momsandprayer.org and you Uh, will become part of this sisterhood. Uh, Like I love the kids I pray for. I love them as if they're my own. I I ran into one of them at the gym. They usually hug me. They thank me for their prayers, but I love them and they know it. And I, even they're adults and I tell them, I love you. They go, thank you. I mean, they know it. So um, go to momsandprayer.org, go to our Facebook, you know, it's our Instagram at moms and prayer. Find out their scripture prayer. Monday, we pray for ourselves. Tuesday, a child. Wednesday, another child. Thursday, a teacher. Friday is school. But there's a sister just waiting 
to stand alongside you, a sister just waiting to pray with you and for you. And we're forever friends. We just are. I travel all over the world. Every place I go, there's a moms in prayer woman. She's like my new best friend. It's yeah. just that linked heart, one right. to together with God and Christ for our children in schools. God knows the plans he has. We don't, God does. Yeah. So when we pray, God reveals and shows us. And we just partner with him to bless our kids. Amen. And you guys have a podcast as well. Is that moms in prayer? Yes. Yeah. And you can, once you go to our website, you can uh, just scroll down. You can see the podcast. You can see the Instagram, the Facebook, uh, Pinterest. We're on Pinterest anywhere to encourage. That's our goal to encourage moms. We know, we know it's tough, but yet God always leads us victoriously. And so it's just a prayer way. Your victory is just one prayer way. Yes. Okay. Well, momsandprayer.org. I'll definitely link that in the show notes. So you all can just have easy click access to that. Um, I just want to thank you so much, Sally, for just pouring all of this information and value and encouragement into us, um, directing us to resources on where we can go to find more information about plugging into this amazing organization um, and everything that you guys have. I would love to ask you one last question before we jump off, um, because you had already touched on it multiple times, I think, before we clicked record. And once we did, but I just want to know these two words, um, intentional abundance, what do they mean to you? Oh, so much. We intentionally connect with God every single day, every single day we need him. And as you do that, you will live that abundant life that Christ came and died for now is risen at the right hand of God. He wants to bless you abundantly. So, so be intentional every day. Go, God, I want to pray. Help me. Give me that time to pray. And he will, he will bless you abundantly. Awesome. Thank you so much. I just love hearing, um, every, every one of my guests take on that because it's, it just resonates in my heart with, with what God has shown me. And it's truly is, it's not like the world will say in terms of abundance, but, but just all the stuff that we talked about that comes along with prayer and thanksgiving and praise and just staying connected with him. So thank you again, Sally. Thank you to all the listeners. I, I just will continue to pray this entire podcast episode over each and every one of you. And I pray that you will, um, that God will put it on your heart and lead you to connect with a moms in prayer group local to you. And if there isn't one that you would start one and begin praying for your children and your community, your schools and your teachers and all of that. Thank you, Sasha. What a joy to be with you. (laughs) Thank you. Same to you.